Morgan And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hello, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Famously Dumped. I'm your host, Morgan Miller. Ugh, it's good to be back. How are you guys? Good? Okay, great. This is the show where we talk exclusively about getting dumped, about getting broken up with, okay, not of our choosing. So, welcome back. As always, before we get started, we check in with me and my emotions and how I'm doing at this current state. And I'm going to say that today I feel nothing. And that is honestly kind of nice. It's neutral. I don't feel much. I'm just numb. You know what I mean? So that's where I am at this moment. Who knows? But also, as we always know, and I always say, I'm very grateful and excited because I have another glorious guest babe who I cannot wait to bring in. And we're going to talk all about how he got dumped. You guys, this is one of my really good friends, Ryan O'Connor. Um, we've met recently, but honestly, I definitely knew him in a past life. So we are very, we're like very connected. So I'm so excited to have him. He was on Big Little Lies. He was on How I Met Your Mother. He's a storyteller. He's an actor. He does a lot of stuff in the theater. And he's just an all around joy of a guy. So I think that was a pretty good intro. Brandon, let's bring him in and get this started. Hello. Hi. Hi. That was a good intro. I liked that a lot. Thank you. So excited to have you. Thank you for Me doing this. So let's dive into it. Before we get really started, we don't mention the actual names of our exes because we like to respect the anonymity. So we do is we find right. an alias for your ex. Oh, that's fun. Very fun. And we give you a little help with... These are the top 10 baby names of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to choose from this list uh, what you would like to call your ex for the episode. And we were talking ex what? Boyfriend, girlfriend? Husband. Husband. Ex husband. Husband. All right. Um, let's go with Declan. Declan, wonderful. Is Declan popular? Do people pick Declan? Yeah, everyone actually everyone picks Declan because it's the most ridiculous on. The it world. is the most ridiculous. Yeah, is by far. So if anyone wa is watching this, like actually all the episodes, and their name is Declan, <laughs> they're poor. They're Declan's the Declan is the Karen of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Cool. Um, so now we can do a little uh segment where we can kind of get to know your background about uh dating and such, and we do this section and. It is called Dump Stats. Whoa. <laughs> I look like a trading card. There we go. <laughs> it's an original score. Original score. That's beautiful. Did you write that? I did. I wrote it and I did wow. all of the vocals. Wow, and you've got it. You've got it. You've got all your FYC materials in for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great, I do. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. Great. So this is your baseball card. 
Yeah, I like it. You like it? You look great. Yeah, I was that skinny for like the amount of time it took to take that photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Well, I think you look wonderful there, but also in your screen, you look like a star. Thanks. Thank you that much. Thanks. Thank you. Great. So we do, these are called dump stats. Um, I love statistics. I'm a big sports girl. I'm a lesbian. We know it. We get it. Oh my God. I know, babe. I'm exhausted already. <laughs> okay, great. So we're going to just rattle these off really quick. So, uh, Ryan, how many times have you been dumped? Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Um, wow. How many times have I been dumped? One, two, I mean, like that—that that I would call legitimately dumped. I would say four. Okay. Four actual like dumps. Four dumps. Cool. Four All right. Four full dumps. Four full. <laughs> yeah, four like two completion dumps. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Full to com four dumps to completion. Mm -hmm. Um, and how have you ever dumped someone? Yes. And how many times? Um. I, I can I can only think of one that was like, wow, you're really living this life right now of like being the dumpy dumper, uh -huh. the dumper. Um, and then for the one that we're talking about with Declan, how long ago did this happen? Uh, it was March 20th, 2016. Okay, so for I mean that was the like initiation, you know, it was a divorce, so it didn't it it had things around around that, but that was the date of that was the that was the incision. <laughs> <laughs> great. So about four years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Great. And then, um, how long were you and your husband together? We had been married for five years, and we've been together for uh, like nine and a half, almost ten. Great. <laughs> Our next step is: How are you feeling emotionally about that particular breakup today? Today? Mm -hmm. Oh, great. I mean, it, it has its it has its its remnants here and there, but. For the most part, in many, many ways, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Great. All right. And then <laughs> lastly, at the time, did you go full psycho? Oh, full psycho. No, I mean, what, like, define full and I will challenge it. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was a, an absolute crazy person. Let's recap your uh, <laughs> dump stats, Ryan. You have... Uh, been dumped full four times, four full dumps you've been dumped. Uh -huh. You have dumped one person. Uh, you, this particular one with Declan, it happened four years ago. You guys were together nine and a half years, married for five. And today you feel great and maybe like it's the best thing that ever happened to you, which is wild. And <laughs> you go full psycho. You went more than full psycho, babe. And now we get into it. So- okay. How did you, just a quick overview of how you met and how the relationship was overall and right. then sort of the demise. We met online. We met on a website called, I'm really going to just go in. We went, met on a website called biggercity.com, which is for heavy <laughs> chasers. <laughs> truth. This, is, this is a true story. This is, I met, this is how I met the man I married. Okay. So what does that say about the men I've dated? Where I've met them, okay. Just so you know, the it's man I married, biggercity.com, okay, for men who like bigger men. Okay, great. Okay, great. Okay. I mean, just really wrap your head around that. 
Tr- I'm trying. Well, like it was like supposed to be a hookup. And then after the hookup, we went to Jerry's Deli. And then um, he stayed for a long time. We started We started very quickly. It, ex- it, it escalated very, very quickly. We were living together within six months. Oh, wow. And um, uh, engaged. We got engaged on our one-year dating anniversary. So the you guys got married, and yeah. it seems like it was a good relationship. And then what happened where we sting, things start going south? Oh, um, well, I would say the drugs didn't help because mm-hmm. we were not sexually compatible. I mean, we weren't sexually attracted to each other, and it doesn't mean we didn't have um, a sex life. We had a sex life. It was okay. what some would maybe consider a great sex life, but it was not either of our ideal sex life. Looking back now, at the time I thought that was, uh, I was such a romantic, and I still am, but at the time I thought that was such a ridiculous thing to be a foundational problem that Mm -hmm. I never accepted it as as big of a deal as it was. There was, all of that was involved in a very messy on and off attempt at an open marriage. Whoopsie, doozy, daisy, all of the all of the hills rolling down, all of them. Not cute. Not a good look. Not fun. Um, you, how did he dump you? And then what? How? In what way did we go full psycho? So, um, so for context, it's important to remember that there was a time he should have dumped me, which was in November of 2015. That's the time he should have dumped me. Okay. I was, um, I was a fucking mess. We had a horrible, we, I had thought we had ended the open marriage and, um, then opened a bathroom door to discover that I guess we had not. Um, and like, it sounds horrible on him. Like I've, I've told this story before in a way that that makes him sound really horrible. And I don't, I mean, it wasn't great. He didn't make a great choice, but like, I can't emphasize enough how messy we were, we were and how vague everything was. So to really point a finger at him and be like, Oh, he cheated on me. I now know that there was like another guy in the background that was like on the way and now married to him. So there's a whole thing there. But like at the time that inciting incident did not deserve the wreckage with which I attacked him (laughs) physically and emotionally. I mean, it was, it was bad and it was, and it led to not that night that I then, I then drank and used one more night in, in reaction to that after he had moved out. And then I got sober um, November 20th, 2015. To this day, that's my sobriety date. And I think that's really important that I say not for for anything about um, my sobriety other than just, um, that if I can stay sober through that divorce in my first year of sobriety, not I, people have had more misfortune, but I don't know if anyone's ever been as, um, I can't, I would challenge anyone to feel as broken as I did in that, you know what I mean? That, that totally. through it. I'm sure that circumstances have been worse for many people, but the, uh, the emotional response to that feeling was really horrific. And home, we ate in and out. <laughs> um, and, um, I, I, the TV was muted in the background and I finally said to him, I said, how, I said, how long are we going to do this? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I, we just gotta, we just gotta do, we just gotta do this. And he was like, he couldn't say anything. So I said, are you leaving me? And he shook his head. Yes. <laughs> he didn't say it. He shook his head. Yes. 
And I said, why? And um, he said, I don't want to talk about all of that now. Um, but it comes down to the fact that uh, I've always wanted to be with a, no, he said, he said, you're a dreamer and that's wonderful. I've always wanted to be with a doer, not a dreamer. Was the like line that he used, which was like beyond not what I, like, like it was, it was like core. It was like, oh, who you are at your core, you know? That oh. is, it was really, really painful. Yeah. Um, and in the background, while he um, said this, the TV was muted, but I could see that it was muted on an episode of Reba. <laughs> so all I could hear in my head was, I'm a survivor. <laughs> so God bless Reba. God bless Reba fucking McIntyre. <laughs> so oh. I heard that in my head and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And I left the house and I got in my car and I the first song I was on in the car, I'm very musical, like music drives me um, in everything I do. Mm -hmm. And in the car was Sia, I'm Alive. That was uh. the song that came on, which is like, yeah. fuck yes. Um, and then I started the process and, and, and I had that thing, which I'm sure other guests have talked about. And I'm sure you've had that, that feel, that first feel like the two things I thought immediately were, oh, it's finally happening. This is going to be okay. And secondly was, oh my God, I don't have to have children. He really wanted kids. And I didn't know literally until that moment how much I didn't want them. No one's ever said that. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. Um, so I knew, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, so everything's gonna be okay. And then I started this manic high. There was like a manic high of like, oh, I've got this. Oh my God, this is so, why is everyone, why is everyone so worried about breakups? This is wow. nothing, this is so easy. Nope, 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 nope. And then you get hit by the truck that's like, hi, I'm the truck who's here to introduce you to all the trucks that are about to hit you for the next God knows how long. Welcome to your new occupation, getting hit by trucks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, God. It, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, whew, what a, oh, what a breakup. What a stinging comment. So mm -hmm. you had an initial kind of high of like, okay, this is great. This is great. You like in your head, you shuffled through the Rolodex of like things that weren't working. You were like, it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then it was not fine. So, what happened when you weren't fine and how the fuck did you get through it, especially in your first year of sobriety, which right. is crazy as someone who is sober. Yeah. The first year is bananas. So I yeah. can't imagine. So, and this was my first real breakup for me in sobriety. So like right. I had a little over two years. So yeah. So tell me what happened. Um, I really like, I, at the time I was like, how am I going to get through this sober? Like, this is insane. Thank God I had, um, thank God I was sober for two reasons. Well, many reasons, but one was, I, maybe you've figured out, I am a highly dramatic person. Um, and so 12 step meetings gave me a place to go every day where I was guaranteed three minutes of attention to talk about how uh, dramatic things were going and cry and just like, <laughs> 
I don't know what to do. And I was at a meeting where um, after the meeting, I kept saying, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know why he left me. I don't know why I have to be fat. I don't know why I have to get sober. I don't know why I have to. I have to tell this thing. This guy yeah. came up to me who was who um, said, just, you know, I don't know is a prayer. Just keep saying I don't know and then mm. keep showing up. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really good. No joke, that guy, I didn't know at the time, was like famous, fucking homeless, crazy person. <laughs> that meeting. <laughs> I didn't know it for the longest time. <laughs> then later was like, oh, I got the best advice of my life from Nutbag on the Street. And I looked for something outside of myself and ended up taking a job with the Hillary Clinton campaign in Michigan as a field organizer. And I moved to Michigan for five months. And... Um, Worked in one of the most <laughs> difficult districts in all of the in all of the flip states, and because yeah. um, I literally was like, I took the job going like, you know what? Because at the time during the convention, I remember going, you know what? I'm gonna go work for Hillary while she gets elected first president of the United States. Because you know what? I really need a win. I really need a win. Mm -hmm. And then life life had other plans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and one time, our and one time, uh, this is a fun story that I never get to tell. One time in Michigan. Our building caught fire because there's a crackhead who lived behind the building and uh, in the apartment, and but just like attached to the back of the building, who put a barbecue inside her apartment, and our building caught on fire, and we had to evacuate. This was two weeks before the election. We had to evacuate the building, and when I was outside, I got a ding on my email, and it was divorce papers from my from my husband. No. Oh, the building was literally on fire, and sirens were blaring around. <laughs> Oh my God, you can't write it. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I've tried to write it, people, it doesn't work. I put it in the thing, it doesn't, the story doesn't land, it's too dramatic. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so a building literally on fire. Building literally on fire, Sir, there were sirens when I got my divorce papers. It was like, it was like there was a police escort for my, for the email from my husband. Oh my God. <laughs> so dramatic. So dramatic, but fits with you and you're honestly, it's a very on brand. It, it really is. Yeah. I look great with sirens with like flashing lights around me. Very yeah. cute. Yes, very, very cute. Yeah. Very cute. Very cute. So, reds. so you moved to Michigan and then, uh, and then you got divorce papers and that probably hit hard again. So what, it, how did you get through the only thing, only thing I knew I had to do was every day I had to stay sober and I had to not call him and try to get him to take me back. Those are the two things I had to get through every single day. Yeah. And every day I did those two things for that first year of sobriety and divorce. I, those were those were wins every day. Every time I did that, and I and I stopped calling him. Now keep in mind, in many ways, I wanted to, us to not be together. I now to this day, I'm like, I'm so glad we're not together anymore. Even at the time, knew it. Mm -hmm. But it still was the pain. The pain going through the pain. I wrote down in my journal the day. That I that the day he left, I will now feel the thing I've avoided my entire life: heartbreak. Because I had I had gone out of my way to protect myself from ever feeling that. Mm -hmm. So then, once that happened, I was like, "Well, fuck!" And I and I chose I chose to feel it. That's a, that's another thing. And I and I couldn't I couldn't drink or use because I would be I would go to jail if I got drunk. He would be dead. I would have murdered him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he, like there was no, like I literally, like that sounds like super dramatic, but like if I had gotten drunk with the emotions that I felt, no, I would be, and like, can you imagine me in prison? That's not, that's not a good idea. What would be your overall advice for someone going through a breakup, a divorce, something so intense? What's your overall advice for someone and how to get through that, that intense of a pain that like 
you really were like, I'm going to avoid this forever. Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped, and I've got a couple of things I got to tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate at our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon dot com backslash Morgan Miller 1717 over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon. Okay. So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes, I'm doing a social media plug. Come on. It's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is Morgan Miller 17 across the board. And also I'm on TikTok. Yes, I'm in my thirties. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. I think be comfortable with um, being uncomfortable. Mm. Um, Know that the more you, the longer you sit, it's like stretching muscles. The longer you sit in the uncomfortable part, the easier it gets next time. So whenever you can sustain, whatever you're going to do to shut it down, whether like, is like that movie you use that's a bomb or food or whatever, or if you're not, if you're not an alcoholic and you use booze or whatever, like, like whatever that thing is you use to just sort of tamp it, tamp it down, always resist it a little bit longer than you think you can handle. Mm-hmm. I would say get safe, get find safe people that you can be completely honest with no matter what. That's key. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm so grateful. I have a program to lean on for it, but like, I had people outside of the program too. Um, And the last thing I would say is, oh, it's not linear. Just remember that it's not linear. So don't ever let yourself be fooled into thinking that because you feel okay right now, it's a permanent and also, but that goes, that's both sides. Also know that if you don't feel, if you feel miserable right now, that will also pass. And the more you start identifying like, oh, I thought I was okay and then I wasn't, or I thought I wasn't okay and then I was, and now I'm, you know, I'm not okay again. You know, like all, with the, the more you identify that, it becomes easier when it happens to know it's not permanent and that it, and that it will um, ebb and flow and don't try to predict it because you can't, you can't predict it. Oh, that, I mean, that's really good advice that have people have given to me over and over and I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. that advice, but it is so true. It just mm-hmm. Some days I wake up and I'm like, where did this come from? I thought I was okay. Mm-hmm. And now I, I woke up crying. Mm-hmm. This me a couple of days ago and I was like, okay, I know the moon's in cancer, but let's fucking check ourselves. Why yeah. am I this being reopened? But you're right. It's not linear and you can't mm-hmm. predict it. And like that acceptance of that is like huge, huge. Mm-hmm. As much as you hate it. Ugh, awful. I'm uh, really grateful for it all. It all happened. And yeah. um, I guarantee you, I did not think I would ever say those things. Yeah. That's I never would have, you, if you couldn't have told me I would be on a comedy themed podcast about breakups when I was good, there's no way I would have found humor in it. Like this, yeah. you know, like, and I find humor in everything, but it took right. me, that was the one that I thought that really tested it. That was the thing yeah. that really tested it. 
Oh, I agree. I was like, this is the one. This is the one that's broke mm -hmm. me. It's not mm -hmm. going to be funny. There's nothing. And here we are. I'm making, honestly, mm -hmm. a very successful podcast that hasn't come out yet. So <laughs> all of us are doing great. Yeah. Um, amazing. Well, thank you for the amazing advice. You are, you're a wealth of knowledge. And I've always, thank you for being there for my breakup. It really was really great to have you at that time. <laughs> all right. We're going to do a couple ending segments to get you out of here. Okay. Um, so our first uh, segment is Brandon. And now time for horoscopes. Well, that was mesmerizing. Thank you, my voice. <laughs> you should go into whatever that is. ASMR. Someone else. Oh, also. Yeah, 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 ASMR. Yeah. So this is horoscope. So this is where we decide if you and Declan were doomed from the beginning based on your horoscopes. I forgot about his fake name until this minute. <laughs> um, I was like, wait, well, who's Declan? Oh yeah, that's right. Great. So uh, what we do is we go to the most reputable site to figure out what, uh, if this was doomed from the beginning. And that site is Google. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so we Google um your sign. So what are you? You are a Taurus. Taurus, of course. Yes, my queen. And what was uh Declan? Um Declan, it was genuine cusp. So depending on the chart, either Leo or Cancer. I know. So what are we gonna call him for this? Let's go with Cancer. Great, Cancer. So let's see Taurus and Cancer love compatibility. We Plug it in there. And then there we are. So. Oh, that looks like us. No. <laughs> that photo on the beach there next to it. Brandon, will you zoom in a little? <laughs> we used to always go to the beach and put one arm up next to each other and then make a make a circle around the sun that was a that was a, just a that was just a thing that was just Tuesday for our marriage. So already spot on. Spot uh, on. Spot Google. on wins again yes uh so steady loyal nature of a taurus fulfills the cancerian longing for something enduring they're compatible in the bedroom not what you said <laughs> as well since they bring together the physical sensuality of taurus oh yes the cancer. Oh, this the is that may get off to a slow start but stays together for the long haul well okay <laughs> that literally could not be more incorrect okay Brandon, i'm a horoscope person but that is Okay, we never do this, but Brandon, you gotta go back and you gotta do Taurus and you gotta do Leo. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually in the second I said cancer, I was like, I feel like he's more of a Leo. All right, and we do the first arrow because that is honestly the most reputable. Here we go, Taurus and Leo. Communication is key. Here we go. If if both partners are open and honest with each other and expressing their feelings and their needs, it'll minimize conflict and reduce jealousy. At the end yeah. of the day, the love between a Taurus and a Leo is hard to break. Yes. So that's more on. That is more on. And like I said, you know, like I don't think we were destined to be together for forever anyways, but I do think that we could have, we could have made it at least a couple days longer if we had communicated a little bit better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the communication was hard for sure. Mm -hmm. We have one more thing <laughs> you out of here um and that final segment is brandon yes honey yes <laughs> so i have to give you three compliments yes this is the part of the show where you give me three compliments so i don't feel so shitty about my life and my breakup okay great fair this is this is your real mastermind to have gotten this orchestrated on your podcast <laughs> 
<laughs> really, this was not in the. This was not in the ask. Um, um, okay, three things. Um, I'm not struggling to find them. I'm struggling to narrow them down. Just so you okay. Um, uh, um, uh, one of the most validating laughs you can receive because it's never forced and it's a genuine laugh. So it feels, it feels like a, it feels like butterfly kisses. Um, and um, the most beautiful skin mm. I've ever seen on any woman, but particularly on a lesbian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, and lastly, I would say, um, genuine desire to learn and grow and thrive from the life that she has given in a way that inspires me to want to do the same most of the time. <laughs> Thank you for the fucking asterisks at the end. <laughs> Look, I mean... No, we get it. I Yes, those were <laughs> very nice. And this part always feels very self-indulgent, but it makes my fucking day, babe. So yeah, fantastic. You gotta have it. Um, Thank you. You know I feel all those things about you. And honestly, you know my genuine laugh because you make me laugh so hard all the time. <laughs> um, So great. So that's our podcast, our show. And thank you so much for doing it. Before you leave, where can we find you on social media? And is there anything you have coming up that we should check out? Oh, uh, I'm at Ryan O'Connor 81. O'Connor spelled like Sinead or uh, Sandra Day. Um, I, I, and I, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Ryan O'Connor. Thank you so much for being here. I love Thank you. you. So love you. Bye. Bye. Guys, that's it. That's another episode of Famously Dumped. Uh, that's Ryan O'Connor. What a dream. He is, isn't he smart? He's so smart. And also... He's a ridiculous man, and we know that for dang sure. Um, but you guys better slide on in there, okay? He gave you his Instagram. So get on in there. This is mostly me just pimping Ryan out. That's it for another episode. What a wonderful thing. All of these have been so great. I can't wait to do another one. So you guys, come back, okay? Come back next time. This has been a blast. I'm your host, Morgan Miller. Brandon, would you take us out with a song of your choice, please? We don't have the rights to any music. Famously dumped.